Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We are playing When the Moon Hangs Low, a uh, a uh, role-playing game uh, from Isolation Games, written by Rob Lee. Uh, you may recognize all these things from the or recording we uh, we did of an interview with him for the Kickstarter, which was successful. Uh, hooray! Uh, he is currently producing a print version of this with uh, new art and expanded character options and a an NPC written by me, Ethan Cordray. Yay. So let's talk about our players. Uh, and we go down the list and introduce your name and your character's name and their basic uh, mark and occupation. Hello, Internet. This is Dan. I will be playing Boris Grunwald, who is haunted. Um, and more or less, he's a stealthy sniper type. Uh, hello, Internet. Uh, this is Ben. I'm playing Dr. Kleiner. He is a, um, an obs- marked, his mark is obsessed, and this thing is really more being a smart. Uh, uh, I have like medical, occult. Um, kind of not really more of like a, like any kind of a utility character more than doing stuff, but yeah, <laughs> I look like a, I, I look like a, uh, the average like dirt bag leftist podcaster. <laughs> what this character looks like, uh, this is Greg. I'm playing Lucas Fairwind. Lucas is tainted by something that makes him kind of monstrous. Um, he is very good at fighting, at seeing things, and animal handling. I'm sure that won't be relevant. Um, he also is a halberd because I'm me, and I use pole arms whenever possible for some reason. Yay. And Jared. Sorry about that. I've seen to be having <laughs> microphone difficulties tonight. Hello, Internet. I am living the brand with technical difficulties. Uh, I am playing Mikhail Agricola, the Verdant. Mikhail was a big, strong gravedigger once, uh, and then one fateful night was uh, stabbed to nearly death, but something in the earth itself took him in and, and offered the option to heal him if it carried out, if he carried out its will. Uh, this is basically Swamp Thing. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I will be one of the heavies of the party. Lots of fighting, lots of of slow, methodical movement, and a giant mattock. Peace. And if you're getting the feeling that these are a bunch of gothic action type of characters, uh, you're not wrong, oh, listeners. Because we are that? in a gothic action game of when the moon hangs low for the benefit of anybody who did not listen to that uh, that uh, interview with rob or uh for players who may have not encountered this game before this game is based very closely or not close there's more to it than this but it's a uh, think bloodborne plus darkest dungeon you are in the city of harrowmire a decrepit gothic city in the grip of a terrible curse uh, in a world similar to our own towards the end, there's the middle of the Industrial Revolution in the 1840s. Uh, there's an air of mystery and darkness in society. 
Um, Harrowmeyer is a great city uh, on the coast, on the on the coast in a backwater of a mighty empire. Um, but uh, about a hundred years ago, um, a great discovery was made in the city: a, a labyrinth of tombs uh, stretch stretching beneath the entire metropolis. Tombs dug by some ancient, apparently extinct species uh, of uh, of bat-like uh, bipedal creatures uh, with bat features uh, that people call the Yimpir. Y M P I R. Um, dug this uh, this mausoleum necropolis uh, beneath. Uh, well, it, the city apparently didn't exist then. The city was built later. But a hundred years ago, uh, this necropolis was was discovered, and in the explorations of this discover this necropolis, uh, something even greater was discovered: uh, a, a massive, mummified corpse of a creature uh, that came to be called the Undergod, uh, a thing uh, of of vast bulk, uh, discovered uh, in the depths in the heart of the necropolis. People didn't know what to make of it, but uh, one organization sort of took command of uh, exploring the tombs, uh, and this was a church, a church that came to venerate the Undergod, calling themselves the Church of the Undergod, uh, and they solidified their control over the city of Harrowmeyer by providing the populace with this miraculous treatment called the uh the bitter sacrament uh some substance that it was unclear where, from whence they they got it but um it was capable of curing any disease and prolonging life and uh healing all kinds of maladies it was uh, highly prized because of its effectiveness the church of the undergod became uh the titanic ruling force in the city of Harrowmire, supplanting the cults of the old imperial saints and other religions that had been, uh, that are more popular elsewhere, perhaps in the empire. Uh, but Harrowmire came to be dominated by this, by this elaborate cult. But, uh, alas, the good times did not, uh, last forever. Uh, eventually the city fell on hard times, uh, residents of the city began to uh, grow sick and uh, madness began sweeping through uh, the streets, uh, culminating in a, a night called the night of something night of sorrows night of, night of something a bad time <laughs> night. Uh, let me look it up. The Sorrow Plague is what it's called. The Night of Madness. Oh, yeah, it's less less exciting than I thought it was. <laughs> that sounds completely not at all uh, ominous and horrifying. There you go. I mean, Night Ofs, like any Night, uh, night Ofs are not generally not good. good. Right. So so this plague was sweeping through the city, the Plague of Sorrows, where people's people would bleed from their eyes and uh, develop uh, mental aberrations and eventually... Uh, sort of uh, bodily mutations that would cause them to like fly, fly into a, to a uh, murderous frenzy. Um, so they imprisoned a bunch of them in a bunch of uh, like uh, hospitals and sanitariums. But then on one night, uh, everybody, the, all the patients were broken out of the sanitariums in a great uh, 
bad, bad, bad time. <laughs> and uh, madness swept through the seats. Uh, basically, the social order of the city collapsed uh, and has never quite recovered. Um, various parts of the city have been sort of cordoned off from one another. Some of them are more desolate and uh, and monster ridden than others. Um, you can actually look at a nice, let's see if I have a map just by, yeah, I do. Here we go. Let me just drop this map into chat really quick. Big city. It is a big city. Um, I wish there was a labeled version of this. Let me see. Uh, this is labeled vision, but it's too low, low res for you to read. So let's not worry about it. Um, you get a sense of the city here. It is uh, on the coast. It is dominated in the middle by the uh, the cathedral of the Church of the Undergod. That's that big gray thing in the middle of the map there. Um, and that entire uh, district around it is uh, basically walled off from the rest of the city. And that's where... In the time past, that's when it's where the the richest and most influential members of the city lived, and supposedly there's still a great deal of order and security there, at least compared to the areas outside it. To the left of the Dew City, you see that sort of area <laughs> area to the left of the wall. There, you see where that that um, vertical street is. That goes up to the two horizontal between this this horizontal street in the middle and the one down south. Mm-hmm. That whole area is called the shambles. Uh, before the city's uh, collapse, it was already basically a slum. Uh, it was where people who moved to Harrowmeyer uh, in search of economic opportunity would often end up in the shambles. That in the hundred years of its of the city's development under the control of the church. Uh, a lot of people moved here just to try to make a new life or get in on the economic action, and the less successful of them all ended up living in the shambles. Um, in the wake of the Night of Madness, there are still some organizations working in the city to try to sort of keep order and uh, help people out or maintain at least a small amount of uh, safety uh, despite the monsters are roving around through the streets at night. Uh, there's, of course, the Church of the Undergod, uh, which controls the cathedral. There's the militia, the remains of the city militia, that have uh, small outposts here and there, primarily at uh, like some of the major road junctions. They'll have little fortresses and stuff uh, where they do their best to try to maintain some sort of semblance of, of order. Uh, there's also uh, the Order of St. Claudine, which is a monastic order, uh, not affiliated with the Church of the Undergod, one of the orders of the Imperial Saints, which are the other uh, older, more traditional uh, religions of the Empire. Yeah, and they, Roman, Roman Catholicism. Yeah, we all know those. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> but these are these are uh, they care for the poor and they cared for the poor and the downtrodden. Uh, but a lot of them died in the night of madness because they were out there in the streets trying to keep people going. And, uh, a lot of them ended up getting torn to shreds by, uh, ghouls and other, well, former people. Yeah. Ex people who they kept going. 
Yeah, um, at their own okay. expense. But they do still maintain, uh, um, traditionally, um, their original, their old headquarters were was uh, the, it was it was called the Bastion. The well, it's come to be called the Bastion. It was called like the cathedral or the the chapel of Saint Claudine. It's down there in the lower left hand corner. You see that little gray square there. Yes. Very, very bottom of the map. Yep, bottom yeah, so left. Yep. Right on the yeah, right on the outskirts of the city is basically where the Order of Saint Claudine oh. still maintains some sort of presence. Uh and a lot of uh poor people and people with, with problems to sort of make their way there uh to try to get some sort of help. But of course the order is not really capable of helping people. Instead, the main way that people try to get help for their problems, no matter what they may be, is to hire hunters. Hunters are people who have been somehow pulled supernaturally or mysteriously to Harrowmire from throughout the empire, throughout the world. Uh, people who have had some sort of uh, connection to darkness or uh, unpleasant circumstances have left them marked. Um, they end up making their way to Harrowmire for reasons that may only make sense to them or may they might not even understand, but they find themselves here and they tend to congregate at the bastion and people ask them for help. People post contracts that uh, hunters hanging out at the bastion can go help them with in exchange for pay, in exchange for the various um, motivations that different hunters have. Some are motivated by much other, much different concerns than mere money. Uh, some hunt for the fun of it or the the or because they have some sort of uh some sort of uh appetite or need that hunting helps them fulfill uh and that's you guys <laughs> you guys are at the bastion you are you are four hunters who are looking for work we're here to for... help Yes, for whatever reasons make sense for your characters. But the four of you find yourselves uh, drawn together, and you find yourselves at the traditional place where uh, where uh, contracts get posted. It's called the Wall of Woe. Uh, basically, it's a huge uh, wall on the north uh, interior side of the, of the Bastion's courtyard. Uh, where people know to hang up contracts and where hunters know to look for contracts. There aren't very many new contracts hung up on the wall there when you're going to look at them, but one sort of stands out. Uh, it stands out because it actually has a, a seal stamped on it, uh, indicated that it was, um, it was raised by the militia rather than a private citizen. And all four of you are... Standing there, accepting the presence of the premise of the scenario. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now I go in for cold girl. <laughs> I choose to I, I choose to kill do that job of killing giant rats. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the cops. <laughs> no, go ahead. Hail goes where the I need to go save scum and build him. up a lot of experience. So I'm going to go kill this one enemy that I can kill really easily for about <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm going to go kill Boris for um, the, the Outlands for 
you know, basically the equivalent of a decade. Yeah, tape which down of your, course t- naturally makes very compelling radio. Tape down your A buttons, folks. And <laughs> go farm experience. <laughs> but no, we accept. Strap it. a rubber what? band around your joystick. Tape down the A button. <laughs> no, no, no. Now you're describing orc boarding. That's next week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, after you guys get done with that, uh, you come back and the contract reads, Hunters needed to locate Johan Vex, militia courier, who went missing traveling from the Pilgrim's Way outpost to the Bastion two days ago. 50 shillings reward for each hunter upon the return of the documents Vex was transporting. Bonus payable if Vex is also returned alive. Speak to Corporal Tanner in the Beast Market for details and payment. Um, where is the beast market? Is that also part of the bastion? Yes. So what you know is the pilgrim's way is, uh, that, uh, that horizontal road that goes, uh, right kind of in the middle of the map. You see the one that goes straight across, Mm -hmm. uh, to the big gate that leads directly to the cathedral. That's the Mm -hmm. pilgrim's way. So it passes, uh, just North of the shambles. And uh, just south of what's north of that is a bunch of farmlands and things, a lot of decrepit old, uh, old uh, farm farmsteads and such. Um, the beast market is here in uh, is here in the bastion. It's basically the place where people go to trade and sell uh, and buy wares that they may need uh, for for hunting jobs or trade or turn in for for cash things that a value that they might have found out in the city so it's so a big why, old i feel like there must be a story here why is it called the beast market uh because there is a lot of meat for sale there there are ah. a lot of a lot of hunters uh it it turns out have a very carnivorous diet yeah weird. uh they so there's a great deal them. of demand for fresh meat and uh not all of the meat in the beast market is easily recognizable as to its origins the uh stuff that is a little less obvious uh tends to be a lot cheaper than the stuff that yeah weird <laughs> of clearer provenance mm. um I have a mrs lovett's world famous meat pies of course oh uh i yeah i have a, I have a couple of questions to ask uh ethan about the city mm-hmm um, so the new city is the walled off section. Like, does anyone come and go from the into the walled section? Very rarely. Um, so there is some uh, there is some travel, but it's general. It's only initiated by people inside the new city, unless you have some sort of business that uh, like allows you to go in there. You're not. No one is normally allowed in entry. Okay. You will see out outside of its precincts, you will often see uh, members of the church accompanied by the heavily armed uh, church wardens that uh, take them around to various places. Uh, but uh, that's that's the most common sort of people that you will see coming out of the new city. There are apparently uh, still some uh, noble houses and families that are up in there. Um, their servants and things like that. But most of those people are sort of like still in the mode of sort of hoping that someone will get the rest of the city. Okay. It's a green zone. Basically. Kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you're not going to be going in there unless you have some sort of real reason for uh, someone invites you. Okay. Uh, another question is where in the city is the ancient catacombs? Is it is the 
cathedral built on top of that or the the catacombs apparently honeycomb the entire area underneath the the whole city there are there are entrances scattered all about the entire city um most of which uh most of which originally were in control of the church those that were known but but other ones have been discovered uh others have been like discovered by criminals and used by them and hidden from the authorities and things like that uh you never know where you're going to find an entrance to the to the necropolis uh yes there is a giant one in the middle of the cathedral that goes like uh, there's they cut a huge spiral staircase all the way down apparently to the mm-hmm. heart to the chamber of the undergod Weird. but you can get into the necropolis uh every which way okay. um one final question um mm-hmm. where's the poison swamp <laughs> the poison swamp is the friends we made along the way <laughs> or the politics we had along the way but um poison swamp yep so yeah head to the market talk to the militia mm-hmm. oh, where where was the guy that we're supposed to find going from they the said he That's was a very going good question. from the pilgrim's way outpost mm-hmm. to the bastion so he's supposed to come to the Bastion. We're supposed presumably, to be here. Presumably he was traveling basically south from some place along the Pilgrim's Way down through the shambles to toward the Bastion. Okay. And then the market's up north by where he should have been coming from, yeah? No, the beast market is here in the Bastion. It's just a, like a place yes. where they buy and sell stuff. So you can go you can go there right now if you want. Got it. Yes. Cool. Um, do they know where along his route he went missing. You're going to have to ask the guy that. <laughs> I think we should travel to speak to the guy and ask him that. Yes. Yes. Fair yes, enough. we should. Well, uh, you go into oh, shit. the beast. Character voices. Uh, hold on. <laughs> You're fine. You go into the beast market. Uh, it's a bustling place. There's all kinds of uh, weird and uh, not exactly safe looking people hanging around uh buying and selling things a lot of people who look like they have problems similar to yours yeah we're- uh and uh there's a guy who sticks out like a sore thumb a guy in uh a uniform and the badge of a uh of a militia corporal well this guy's the most normal looking person here yeah he looks out of place yeah He also looks very young, uh, like teenager, like middle, like just. And he's it, already corporal. Bless his heart. Well, there were a lot of openings in the hierarchy yeah, we, recently. <laughs> and uh, he's standing. Nepotism. Hey, yeah. Like, come on. Could just <laughs> be nepotism. He looks like he's standing around awkwardly waiting for someone to talk to him. He has a green uh, exclamation point over his head. <laughs> Kale. I scream at him. You! Here's a job to look for uh, Vex, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, hey, we're, we're gonna we'd like to take on that job. Oh, oh good. Um, Party of four. Mikhail right. slowly approaches the corporal and stands slightly closer than is uh, socially acceptable with no uh, sign of recognition at the transgression of social norms. Mm. 
Well, great. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're you're here to take the jo- so uh, as it said on the posting, uh, the job is for for the documents that uh, a courier named Johannes Vex was carrying. Uh, he was bringing them from the Pilgrim's Way outpost uh, down here. Uh, he never made it. He was supposed to be here like two days ago. Uh, do you know where he, where along that route he vanished? Well, we're going to have to go out and out of the city to find him, are we? There's no way for me to say. I mean, he was last seen at the uh, main, uh, the main outpost on the on the Pilgrim's Way. Uh, he pulls out a, the map of the city. He points to the basically that uh, that T junction where the oh, thing yeah. goes across, right where that mm-hmm. that main road goes south. Yeah, I can see. Mm-hmm. And you describe he, the documents that we're supposed to retrieve. So it's it's going to be in a leather uh, round map case. It's about about uh, eighteen inches long, uh, about five inches in diameter. Uh, Four inches in diameter. Leather. It's got a lock on it. Should have the seal of the of the uh, the militia on it. Are these is... documents that might have attracted attention? Well, I don't know exactly what they were, but these are need to know documents. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I imagine I would have found out if he'd ever gotten here and reported to this uh, end of the line. Well, you don't have like uh, someone up higher on your uh, your work chart or whatever. Like to do what? To go do this job for us? No, I mean like to ask like if they, you know, obviously you're you've been called down by someone higher up. Did like did they not give any better details about what what's so important about these documents? I don't know what's important about the documents. I don't know what to tell you. What you could tell us, which would be more useful, is what Johanna Vex looks like. Uh, sure. So he's a he's a young guy. Uh, old, I, I older than me. Um, experienced courier, really, uh, really fast. Um, so like he looks like a runner because that's what he is. Uh, mm. really tall, thin. Mm. Uh, he's got a he's got a he's got a long blonde mustache. He probably what is, what is known to live along the path he took. Well, that's a good question. Uh, he probably I was gonna say he's probably not in a uh was it gonna be in an actual courier uh, or actual militia uniform because that's the thing his route probably just went straight through the shambles <sighs> since these were sensitive documents we didn't want to use the road and have to deal with the church's checkpoints uh, oh uh, do you have a route that he was going to follow generally they might know that up at the Pilgrim's Way uh, outpost. Okay. If I re- that was where he saw you last. If you're going to pick up his trail, it's probably going to be the place to get started. 
you can get up there pretty quick, quickly if you do take the road up there. It's uh, the church keeps the road uh, really, really clear. Look, uh, also, uh, look, are there going to be any other people looking for him? If uh, you have some route to avoid the uh, the member, the members of our good church. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody, if that's what might have happened. Um, it's not unknown. There's lots of gangs that occupy in the sh- that uh, operate in the shambles. There's other people who might be interested in whatever those documents are. Presumably, somebody does know what they are. Uh, at least other somebody else than militia. Um, Remember, again, they you just killed him because it was a locked thing, and obviously, like, why would you lock something that's not important? No? That would not be unheard of, especially in the sh- shambles. And you're only charging 50 quid a head for this job? Well, uh, there's more if you can find Vex alive. Do you have a personal opinion about like how likely it is that we're going to find him alive? Like you think he's a confident guy who wouldn't just be like gutted by a bunch of, uh, you know, bunch of kids with knives out in the street somewhere. I guess it depends on how valuable his information might be to whoever might have. I, like I said, since I don't know what the documents are, I couldn't well, yeah. tell you whether like they would need to keep him alive for some reason or not. Okay, but like, is, is is Vex like a capable guy? Like, oh, he's capable. Yeah, he's really. Okay. I mean, he's he's very experienced uh, at his job, which is I'm. I mean, it's really pretty concerning that he would be taken. He was not a he was not a rookie by any means. Okay. Says this guy who's obviously a rookie by every means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like Vex is not the kind of guy who would just be like stabbed in the back by it in like alley mugging. You wouldn't think so. I sure wouldn't think so. It's not like like he's made this. He's made these runs uh, plenty of times before. He knows what to look out for. Hmm. Does he always has he always been a document runner or does he run other stuff? I mean, before the before the the night of madness, he was more of a. Oh, uh, that is a question. How long ago was the Night of Madness? It was like, I don't want to say like a year ago or something. Okay. Recent enough that everybody like still remembers it and just lived through it, but not so recent that it was like last week and people are still dealing with the direct output. Or that like long enough ago that like there are children who've never not known a world. Yeah. Well, not, not, yeah, not quite. So Uh, yeah. yeah, Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So then we should probably hurry. See if we can find yeah. him. Uh, that sounds mm-hmm. good to me. What have you forgotten to tell us? Boy, I mean, I try to tell you everything I can think of. Um, anything more information, mm-hmm. your best bet is to check up at the outpost. Very well. Are you going to let other people sign on to this contract? Uh... I'm like Nothing. really close to him by this point, having like just slightly moved towards him every time he looks away. Oh, good. You're closer even than Mikhail. Uh, nope. I stop at about the same distance, figuring that ah, it's close enough. But oh. on the other side. So he's like pinned right now. Why don't we uh, explore the mechanics by making you make an intimidate check? Hooray! So we're all the whole of the game. So Honestly, it was just a question, but sure. <laughs> 
Roll a number of dice equal to your presence. Give us more money. Uh, that is a success. All right. So you got yourself a six. Yep. Uh, all right. So that's one success, and that's plenty. He's a very easy to intimidate guy. There are things that will take uh high, have higher difficulty uh ratings, sure, like having needing two or three successes. Wasn't trying to intimidate him. Yeah. It's just you know creepy haunted guy. You just like violating other people's spaces. Yeah. Well, they're alive. Whatever. Yeah. Well, the point is, now you know how to roll the dice. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes, I do. So, so, um, you have a success. He's like, he's visibly, you know, kind of like, yeah, 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 no problem. No, you guys look like you have this well in hand. Um, Obviously, if you don't report in, in a day or two, I'll have to see who else is here. He looks around at all the various rough and rough and tumble people around here <laughs> they all look like they have more important things to do than talk to him i think you mean you at least any... two days from now maybe three or four have sure had any just curious take- really have you had any prior takers uh no you're the first i just put it up this morning then you should probably take it down and we will be on our way yeah i'll take it down and we'll put it back up if you uh of you course. know if you fail of course if I don't think he's going to jump out of his skin, I'll just pat him gently on the shoulder. Thank you. We'll do a good job for you. Yeah, he just looks like he's trying to maintain a professional demeanor and not doing a very good job of it. I blame him. I mean, you know, if I was alive, I'd still care. Let's go prepare our packs and then let's head out. Yep. Let me prepare our packs. Your things. I have my go. things. Yeah. All right, we'll go get. Yeah, we have no dependents or anything. We're professional murder hobos. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like darkest dungeon characters. So (laughs) okay. Yeah, we have to like go. We don't even have any. We have don't even have any stress that we have to go spend at the brothel to. (laughs) Not yet. We just started with these faces, but okay. Yes, we had we ride. Mm-hmm. So to 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 give you a sense of how much Mikhail is definitely already carrying his stuff, uh, the the equipment list on this character, which I should clarify is a pregen, uh, makes a point of saying that I'm carrying zero shillings. <laughs> wow! And and pretty much everything else is something that can be carried: uh, armor, uh, a lantern, and oil, a crowbar, a, a satchel. Yep. Close. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> carry I mean, a pry bar these that's, days? That's pretty much my exact equipment set, except I also have a leather, leather duster and armor and a tinderbox. Nice. Uh, look at you with and your cake. fancy things <laughs> that you can buy for money. Oh, technically, we all started with common clothes, leather satchel, tinderbox, and small personal effects. Yes. Yeah. AKA, if there's something that makes sense for you to have, you can ask me if you have it, and I'll probably say yes. Okay. <laughs> Make sure we have enough torches and rations, though. Like, oh, no, torches and rations cost money. Tor- that- torches and rations are the sorts of things you're going to more be more likely to want to, tr- to track, particularly light sources. If ever you have to go in at night or into the in the necropolis, uh, you're going to need light sources. No. That's why I made sure I had an oil lantern with my oil. Oh, Those no. are also just very, very bad situations to get into, particularly the city at night. Um, so yeah, during the day, you look around the city, and it 
just sort of looks like a a, a not very pleasant, not very yeah, prosperous. It, it, it just looks well. like London now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In uh at, at night, that's when the monsters come out. Um, so people who have been infected by the sorrowful plague uh, rove around at night, clawing at their bleeding eyes. People who are more uh, advanced in the uh, in the disease, uh, with their bodily uh, deformities, uh, they start looking curiously, a bit like those mummified bat people they found down in the uh, necropolis, the Yimpir. I'm sure um, that's a coincidence. And then, of course, there are legends of other more horrible things that can be found on the street that few people live to tell the tale of. Well, don't worry. I have some Molotovs. I'll be fine. But generally speaking, you don't want to be outside at night. So it's a good thing it's bright and early in the morning and you're ready to get get on the road. Aye, aye. We will the sooner hustle. we get out of town, the better. Well, you're not going out of town. You're going actually into town <laughs> for the time being. Maybe eventually you'll be able to earn your way out of town. Out of the church, at least. Mm-hmm. The sooner we get out of a large group of people, the better. <laughs> Fair enough, Mikhail. So the quickest way to get up to the Pilgrim's Way outpost is simply going to take the, nor- the northern road, the road that goes north uh, up there. Uh, he mentioned that that would be relatively easy. The other, your other option, you could try to pick your way through the shambles. Um, that would be a lot slower going, but it would keep you out of uh, the checkpoints that the uh, that the church wardens apparently maintain on the road. Do the checkpoints also ha- are also effective turnpikes? Uh, depends. Uh... They will usually, they don't technically charge uh, for people to go through unless they're feeling apparently uh, less charitable than normal uh, on, on any given day. Uh, you do know that they tend to check your possessions and see if there's anything that's in your, you know, in your possession that might be contraband or the church might be interested in. So they tend to search people, ask them what their business is, stuff like that. And going through the shambles would avoid that checkpoint? It would, yes. but it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot more dangerous, and it would be a lot more, uh, a lot slower. I don't yeah, think we so, have anything that they actually would care about. True. I'm actually thinking on the way back. I mean, they're not going to uh, do a strip search to oh, find yes, lockpicks or any nonsense like that, correct? On the way- you don't know that. They're not going to do it after they start. Let me tell you this. I mean, they might. They <laughs> might pick the. Va- they might pick like our uh, more changed members for random screenings. Yes. To look for. I'm fine either way. I don't have anything they would consider contraband, but I'm also not fond of Same. dealing with them. Remind me, what, what exactly condition are the shambles in? I mean, the name is very suggestive, but... <laughs> They're a cutting-edge high-tech district. <laughs> <laughs> Full of gleaming yeah. spires. No. Exactly. Well, so so there's, you know, run-down slums, and then there's, like, reclaimed by nature, covered in vines and underbrush. Right. Yeah, so there are a lot of abandoned buildings and whole blocks that, like, caught on fire during the thing. So there are... Are there are there are element areas of the shambles that are that are ruined totally. There are other areas that are still inhabited by poor people and look like they're in just about the same condition as they used to be before everything hit the fan. 
which was never okay. it was never in great condition, but uh, yeah, just think you know medieval London. There's okay. a lot of muddy streets, uh, people in cobblestones, stuff like that. Yeah, the accents. That's right. <laughs> A lot of chavs. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying real hard not to break into a hideous cockney right now. Yeah, we'll I save just that yeah, for the Orkborg episode. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, but I'm fine either way, whichever way you want to go. I mean, I prefer the faster route. Exactly. Let us go the easy way to start with. Okay. All right. So you hit the road going north. Uh, it's elevated above the uh, above the uh, neighborhoods on each side of it. Uh, it's actually about maybe four feet taller than all the streets that go down and next to it. Uh, there's an yeah. embankment on each side of it. That would be how they keep it clean. Yes, uh, that's a lot of, um, <laughs> that's, there, there are actually a lot of places where there's sort of like steps down to each side, uh, or, or things like that where the streets start. Um, yeah, it's very, it's much better maintained than basically everything you can see from it. Uh, as you're walking along it, you get about halfway up, uh, and, uh, yes, there is basically a little, a little stone building, uh, with a gate like a sort of a it's an iron gate it looks like it's been constructed or it's been moved here from someplace else uh this thing has been relatively recently constructed um and standing next to it are two figures in uh white robes uh with hoods uh up over their heads obscuring their faces wow how do they Uh, keep those white uh magic i guess yeah (laughs) That's the re- that's the true power of the undergod. <laughs> it's the power of Clorox. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, and they are they're carrying halberds. Uh, there's there's three of them, uh, and two of them have halberds, and one of them looks like it has, he has some sort of gun. Uh, and they are landing this gate, and they see you coming from a very long way away because this is a nice long straight flat road. As you approach on it's them, one of them sort of oh, gruffly. Do they have ranged weapons? One of them does. One has a gun. One has a gun. That's right. I forgot. Um, how else? much time do we have before night? Uh, it's still morning. Okay. Plenty of time. Yep. Quite some time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, as you approach it, one of them steps out. One of the ones at the halberd steps out, raises his hand up, and says, that's that's far enough. State your business. Oh, hello, good man. We're uh, just uh, checking in. What brings you along the road? Well, we're looking for a missing friend of ours. Hmm. Blonde mustache. He is uh, Jonah Hex. That's his name, I believe. <laughs> Something Thanks. like that. <laughs> well, I don't want to like be too. Sp- I don't want to. Like, of course, of course. Oh, okay. Trust these guys yet? So, okay. 
Hmm. Looking. Mikhail for... is not sophisticated enough to lie. You 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 are welcome to shut him up. However, <laughs> working for a looking for a missing. Where did your friend go missing? Uh, we heard. Uh, uh, we heard. I don't. Well, I, uh, I heard. Recently, might have been up here at this uh, checkpoint. Uh, do you recall a man with a long blonde mustache? I mean, I'll be honest. A long blonde mustache is pretty distinctive. I think if you've seen some some such uh, person. All right, you can roll me. Uh, you can roll me insight here. Okay. And I'm trained, so that means that a like four, four, five, five six. six, four, so five, or six. They're all successes. Uh, two successes. Nice. Nice. Well, he says, uh, no, we don't share church. We don't share business with, with random strangers. But you can tell he's like, nothing you said rung a bell with him. He has no idea. He hasn't seen anybody. You can read him like a book. Okay. <laughs> and he definitely does not does not recognize uh, the person you're talking about. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you haven't seen him, you haven't seen him, I guess. Anything special been happening going around? Like big events, big, uh, pretty rough nights, you know, mm. rougher than usual, I imagine. The ghouls have been, have been restless mm. last few nights. They, I don't know where they come from, but they boil up out of the ground. Mm. Fortunately, no. you do know where they come from. Feel, well, we don't know. They're high. They hide down in the in the in the labyrinths uh, during the day, but at night they emerge. That's why we have to maintain our vigilance. Keep yes. the keep things soon. Soon, however, the church will deliver us. All will be right again. Uh, so, out of character, is that a thing that the church has always said? Oh yeah, or is, that, or is that okay? Not something new. That's like a new initiative. Or well, anything. that's like what every that's what every church in an apocalyptic situation. Says. <laughs> I, I figured it was, but it's it's like, wait, is this a new thing they're saying, or is it no, it's standard? Okay, cool. Pretty standard. I mean, yeah. before the apocalypse, they're more like the church is going to lead us into a new golden age. Now they're like the church will get this all sorted out in no time. <laughs> Seems fair. <laughs> Uh, yes, well, um, okay. It's all stuff to keep in mind, I guess. Well, be on your way then. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, right, we're supposed to write your name down in, in the... What are your names? He turns to his, like, <laughs> companion, the one with the... The other one with the halber, and he's like, the guy, like, fumbles and gets at this little, like, notebook. <laughs> Uh, you wanna? Uh, I can sign my name if that's okay. Yes. All right. Okay. I would like to look at the journal. Look at the other sign names. Sure. Around the page as I uh sign my name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you do, uh, you don't recognize any names on there. Um, there's some um, there's some people marked as being militia patrols going up and down. Uh, actually, you see the uh the corporal's name in there. Uh, So it's like the militia uses this, this, this road pretty, pretty often. 
It's just that whatever it was they were trying to send with this uh, courier guy, they were trying to make sure he did not have to go through this checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a big militia patrol that, uh, do they have any notes on any incidents, like say someone's cart broke or something at around the same time that could be used as a distraction? Uh, like, uh not really. These guys yeah. don't take very, uh, very thorough notes. Pretty, uh, they almost forgot to take your names down as you went through. So, okay. Well, <laughs> so you have to understand me. Uh, it's, a lot of people misspell my name when they hear it. So, uh, mm. How do you write that how, down? How do you pronounce it? Uh, it's uh, Weinberg. Weinberg. See, spelled like this. See, as I write a name that's not mine, so they can't <laughs> use it in a sympathetic magic ritual. <laughs> hmm. Yep, definitely fake name. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that that a uh, little bit of business. They they let you pass. They stand aside. They open their their creaky iron gate up in the. T- there are no further incidents as you move up past it, and as you get up to that uh, T junction, you see another little fortress, uh, basically standing on the on the 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 intersection there. Uh, it's about it's it's a lot bigger than that little checkpoint. Uh, it's about two stories uh, tall. Uh, it, you can tell that it's a purpose-built uh, structure, you know, fortified structure. And uh, apparently I'm having some microphone problems. Is this better? You uh, you sound like you've gone into some sort of echo chamber. That's I mean, really I, weird. it honestly just kind of sounds like if you like your mic was disconnected. Yeah, if you have like it, a... it just sounds like it switched over to the laptop. Mic. Uh, let me see if I can fix this. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, a I'm going to use this as an excuse to go get a start off. So. That's probably a good plan. All right. Let me try this. Input device. Microphone. Tap, tap. And this, dear listeners, is the sort this of commitment to brand identity that you can always count on here at Technical Difficulties. You know it. Did this fix it at all? No. Hmm. Okay. Well. going to unplug it. Can you hear me now? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can, yep, we can hear you, but it doesn't it's, seem yeah, to it's have switched. Fixed. Not good. <laughs> is this this is my this is my laptop uh, built-in mic? Yeah, uh, different since you doesn't sound great, but it doesn't. It's must yeah, have it's yeah, hold on. I'm going to try my real mic again. So birds going to birds. Well, huh? Yeah. Birds. How about now? Yeah. You sound. Yes. Whatever you just did completely fixed it. Yeah. I think my, my real mic got disconnected there uh, for some reason. And now it's reconnected. Okay. Well, Uh, once everybody is ready, sounds good. I'm going to get a drink of water while we're waiting. Okay. How about them birds? Uh, yeah, birds. 
Baltimore, right? Ravens, Eagles. I don't remember. The Eagles are the it's team Baltimore that made Eagles. the superb owl. The superb owl, yes. Yeah, and more then birds. the chefs. The chefs, yes. <laughs> At least Rihanna's doing the halftime show. This. Yeah. I don't know. Last year's wasn't that bad. No, last year's was good. Um, Bunch of old rappers doing a best of. Yeah, that was the last year's, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Times a flat circle. I'd I'd have rather. I'd have probably rather they had gotten Missy instead of Mary, but I can understand why they chose Mary J. Blige. Really? Yes. You would. Interesting. I definitely remember liking Mary J. Blige better than Missy Elliott back in the day, but I don't know if I would feel differently now. I'm back. No no one is probably my least favorite song of all time. I'm not a Mary fan. When I say liking more, like I, I know. Back when they were in their heyday, I barely knew hip hop. So more is is just a comparative here. I mean, I was a good Christian white boy growing up in the early aughts. I didn't listen to rap. Yeah, only only responsible rap like the, what Will Smith did back in the day. No, I actually wasn't Never a big knows. Will Smith fan. Uh, my gateway drug was 808s and Heartbreak, and then. Well, I'm kind of glad I got off the train after Life of Pablo. <laughs> yeah. Kind of glad I did that. <laughs> oof. Yeah, no, no kidding, huh? Uh, anyway, uh, is Dan still gone or are we already? Uh, I don't know. Sounds like he's still gone. Yes. If you are back, you're muted, Dan. Do you know? I think... I just wish I cared more about the NFL, but after the Browns did what they did, I like the Buckeyes. I can't feel like I can watch in good faith anymore. Aww. But my family and a lot of my churchgoers and friends do. <laughs> I never had any commitment to it, so I don't feel hey, like I'm... we can hear you again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. It turned Absolutely. out my like good mic got disconnected somehow. So, uh, yep. So uh, I assume we're going to edit this out. Oh, of course. All right, Once sure. we're all ready, we'll do a clap. And then, all right. Uh, we'll Are we all ready? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So. so you look and you see what looks like a purpose-built uh, fortified structure about two stories tall, a little guard tower, basically. And it, unlike the uh, the church checkpoint, it has a, a really sort of a tattered banner uh draped out of it with the the symbol of the militia interesting are there people are, are yeah, out of character are there people milling about oh yeah is this uh, on the road or off the road uh it's like right smack dab in the middle of the intersection on the pilgrim's way basically Oh, is it, so this is the, the northern area that we were heading to? Exactly. This was your okay. destination. Yes, we yes. made our destination. Yeah. Hooray. Tell what the way the microphone was. Okay, so cool. And I guess go in and see if there's somebody we can talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, as you approach... There you said actually, the banner looks tattered? 
Ah, uh, yeah, it looks much the worse for wear. Um, Does it look old. like it's been hung up for a long time and this is a sign of age, or does it look like it wasn't a very good banner when it was hung up in the first place? At some point, uh, you imagine it must have been a crisp and new banner, um, but its glory days are long behind it. Okay, so it's hard to tell how long this structure's been up. Got this it. structure's clearly been here for a while. It was built probably by the militia, like when they like were developing the Pilgrim's Way. It looks like this was like this was set up as a as like the guard tower for this for these roads. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See if there's a commander or something. Uh, yeah, so you talk to the guard, um, you tell, I assume you're going to tell them that you were sent by Corporal. Yes. They let you in. Upstairs is a uh, man dressed in a, in a uh, sergeant's uniform. Uh, he's grizzled. He looks like a real veteran. Uh, long iron beard, scars all over his face. Uh, he has a, uh, he's uh, has a visible like injury. He looks like he's got a big uh, like he's got a got a a uh, bandage tied around his uh, his right upper arm. But uh, it doesn't look like it's slowing him down very much as he's uh, going does around. It look like a particularly fresh injury, or ah, uh, yeah, it does. Uh, looks like uh, looks like he took a knock, but uh, he keeps on kicking. But that's probably why he's on administrative duty he looks like he could kick ass if you uh, if you asked him to but maybe not today yes he looks you up and down and says oh so i guess uh i guess the corporal must have must have decided to send some hunters after the guy yep i uh, when did you last see the corporal or when did you last see um Vex? Vex. Let out of here three days ago. Should have been able to should have been able to make the uh, bastion down there in a in a solid day. He's good at his job. Never had any troubles before. Do you know the approximate route he was taking? Generally speaking, yeah. He's talked to me about his uh, preferred avenues and things like that. I guess you're probably looking for a lead to try to find, try to, try to hunt him up. Uh, yeah. Yes. Didn't well, like he uh, was uh, found by the church, the uh, church uh, uh, checkpoint. Didn't know him, so well, that's good. You know that the uh, you know that the job is not about. Saving him, right? That is I mean, an optional bonus, objective. Yes. Yeah, oh, they put that on as an optional bonus. Well, that's nice. That's good. That's nice of them. <laughs> Out of character laughter. We're really, we're really after his documents. Okay, Correct. it's important. Do you have reason to believe Johan didn't survive his journey? I have reason to believe that uh, whoever took him. Either he was taken by somebody who didn't know what they, you know, by happenstance and stumbled on a bonanza. Or he was hit by somebody who knew exactly what he had, which I think is much more likely. 
And uh, this person who, what what uh, faction would this uh, person represent? Who knows? Could be the hand, those uh, imperial intelligence folks. Could be the church. Could just be uh, criminal gangs sort of like that operating out in the shambles. Somebody got tipped off as to what they had, what he had. What would it be out of place for me to ask what he does have? I'm afraid it would be. Yes. Ah, Okay. Fair enough. The only thing I can do is I can assure you that it's of significant value. Significant human value. Want to be uh, some kind of a cult thing that uh, a a creature might uh, be interested in. You'd have to know what it was, what it, you'd have to be able to read a map. Let me just tell you. Okay. That's as much as I'll say. Okay. Well, that's fine. Oh, with the haunted, are the local ghosts pointing out anything intriguing that would help me with this? Oh, there. Uh, I think I needed a cult success for that. I think so. Is this a, uh, is this one of your edges? This is my boon. Ah, ghost sight. I can see the local ghosts, and sometimes they help with things. Oh, how lovely! Oh well, the local there are a hell of a lot of local ghosts. Uh, I figured. Let me tell you, <laughs> and, uh, because it is trade, that's a success. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, great. Uh, so you look around with your ghost sight. There are uh, there are watchmen. Standing mm-hmm. on the parapets of this, uh, of this, um, keep. Mm-hmm. They're looking out over the city. Mm-hmm. As you, uh, as you observe them, one of them turns toward you, turns mm-hmm. his head around. You see that he has an arrow through his right eye socket. I mean, these things happen. Yep. He looks at you. Then he turns around, looking out down south over the shambles, and he points. All right. I will make a note of where he's pointing to. Is there a landmark I can spot from here? Well, give me, like, that direction. Give me a, a perception roll or whatever. Awareness. That Awareness. Awareness, yeah. Yep. Also every, trained, thank goodness. Every game uses it. English has too many words for the same thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. ever... <laughs> uh, that is one success. Nice. Well, that's enough. You can see, you can dimly see that he looks like he's pointing to a particular building out there in the shambles that you can actually see a very, very, very small amount of smoke coming up from. Perfect. It doesn't stand out very strongly against the other buildings down there. Uh, mm-hmm. It might take some doing to actually find it down on the ground. But, but you maybe do have the a- smoke will be the, the clue there. Yeah. I mean, there there are other places in the shambles that have smoke coming out of them, indicating human habitation. But um, if you're if if you and your uh, if you and your compatriots uh, can do a good job navigating, you could probably get there pretty quickly. So I've got an idea of it. I will I will call uh, who who actually you know what I would think it would be um, well Lucas that would have the best bet of sensing where we're going. So uh, well, speaking of that. did um, Johan leave anything behind? Uh, Indeed. Like yeah. any of his personal possessions or anything? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just something. Like, you've got the bed he slept in. Maybe I could do a scrap. Uh, you know what? We'll find out. Um, 
Timothy, take him down to the quarters. See if there's anything down there. This, this, uh, uh, young, very, very young kid, like twelve years old. Okay. Right, uh, but before we go down there, I, I, Lucas, see that building, the one with the smoke in that area right there, where I'm pointing. Yes. Can you mark it? That's where we need to go. Duly noted. Thank you. Thank you. Then yeah, we'll go down and check yeah. where Johan. Yeah, like been. I guess I think he slept in. I mean, it's been three days ago. People used to kind of sleep wherever they can find a cot. I think it was in this one. Okay. Uh, we haven't had very many. I mean, we've been a little understaffed recently. So yeah, looks this maybe his stuff's still in here. Uh, so you can roll me investigation. Uh, I have that. Please. Somebody can to try to. Trained, so. Uh, two successes. Ah, nice. Uh, so, yeah, you look uh, down there, you go through the, the bedclothes. Uh, and what should you find? Uh, but a, a rolled up sock. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, Lucas uh, will grab whatever. that and make make it seem like he is jokingly giving it a scent, but uh, giving it a sniff. But he is actually giving it a sniff because he has heightened senses. Mm. It's uh yeah, so it smells like uh it smells like juniper berries and uh <laughs> juniper flower and juniper flowers. Game masters may ask for skill checks when using these senses, but generally they allow a character to notice more than a normal human would be able to do so. Uh, so you can give me a, uh, let's see, an occult roll or a education roll, whichever you would prefer. Um, uh, both are the same. So. I, I, have a, I have a knack in education, if you want to tell me. Could we both roll? Sure. And a knack gives me... Plus uh, I'm in the city, and uh, I I'm really smelling that juniper for some reason. You said a knack gives plus two dice. Yes. Oh wow! So I'm rolling five d six. <laughs> wow! And I need <laughs> you rolled mostly once too. So yeah, uh, two successes though. Nice. Yeah. So this is uh the juniper berry is the sacred flower of Saint uh, Herac- Heracleana the Vigilant, patron of guards. So this is some sort of charm uh, secret to to the saint. He left his lucky sock behind, the poor bastard. Um, I have a question. Uh, actually, I do have a question about that as, as like a general thing. Do is there any like aspect of the 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 uh, empire's religion that is? Are there actual like clerics manifesting like holy power? Or is it just it's just like kind of folk belief? Honest, like, honestly, know, is nothing that isn't like demonstrable aspect to the religion. To, to some extent, there is uh like there is there are supernatural things that occur in the world that people know of. Uh, there's a lot of darkness and things, and people who pray to the saints, uh, at least they feel as though they have a sure. better shot against the horrors of the world than your average uh, non-religious person. Um, 
There are a lot of saints. Uh, some people think some of them are real and some of them are imaginary. Maybe all of them are imaginary. Maybe they're all just symbols of some other truth besides their their legends. Who can say? But or maybe um, if you imagine they're real, they're, anyway. Yeah, one of the reasons why the Church of the Undergod became so popular is because uh, they, have they have like r- real deal, you know, healing power shit that they can like feed you and make yeah. you like cure your cancer for the moment. Yeah, and they have an actual undergod. Yep. Yeah, he's down there someplace. <laughs> People um, have seen him. <laughs> okay. Um, but so that leads to my next question, which is it, do juniper or berries like do, is there an actual do they have some kind of like protective element? Do like ghouls not like them? Or, or is it purely whatever? superstitious? Yeah, um, purely superstitious. You can burn various things like there's a there's a sort of a melange of different uh, spices you can burn to make this incense that sort of repels ghouls uh it generally has uh, a lot more expensive stuff in it than just juniper berries some people burn just juniper berries as sort of like a fake poor man's version of this stuff but it doesn't really do much okay no lovely so it's okay well i mean he's at least trying to be proactive he tried Mm -hmm. Well, not much, but maybe this will help. Uh, Thank you. Could I, is it possible to do like a, a cult? Do we need to? What do you think, That's I, all. Lucas? Do you think I need to do an occult ritual to try to scry it or uh, mark it? Or do you think? Do you think it um, heightened senses that? works automatically. It's just essentially um, if I can get more information out of it. So I assume, like, I now have his scent. Yeah, so that's the thing. If you really tried to, you could probably try to track him by scent. You would have a better shot at doing so than a normal person, but you still have to make some rolls. Okay. But I've at least marked him. Well, now we have a scent and a direction. Let's go. Yes. Well, keep Before we lose we'll the direction. Keep the magic ritual as a backup. Okay. All right. Wrong. We'll probably need it sooner or later. Anybody have anything else to do, want to do before... I mean, unless the ghosts are going to af- offer more info from down here, which I wouldn't imagine. That's all. You, that's all you get from the ghosts. That's what yeah, I, no, I, th- I think. I, know, I think we're good. What's our uh, time? How do, how do we look? Yeah, what time of day? Uh, it's uh, it's like mid morning. You guys have been making really good time so far. Okay, we still got plenty of time. Okay, so the the walk is only a couple hours on the road, but about a day. In so the- yes, he's super dead. Got it. Yep, he's super dead. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, incapacitated. So- he might be alive, I suppose. We're gonna have to go down until, or he might be nearly alive, or he's stuck in some dark uh, dungeon somewhere, possibly, uh, possibly in the catacombs. The darkest uh, dungeon, even. So yeah, we'll, dungeon. we'll we'll go check the um, house of the chimney, or at least. All right, so you make your way through the down down past the the out of the guard chamber or guard house. And uh, as you go out, the the guy, the the old grizzled veteran guy, shouts down for buff. Hey, good luck! You find that vex guy. Tell him he still owes me two two shillings. Will do. Thank you for the good wish. Yep. I'm sure that will be the thing he concerned as we leave. And if you don't find him, hey, I'll win my bet with the kid. (laughs) (laughs) We should have thought of that before we left. 
Such a concerned commander. How thoughtful. I mean, I imagine that, like, the mortality rate here is pretty high as of late, so. Well, the mortality rate's been high across the entire blessed region. You all keep thinking that there's that big difference between life and death. God, I hate it when he gets on that. Anyway, let's uh, go. Where's the plant? Quiet, stoic, gravedigger. Hmm. Might oh yes, Mikhail's Mikhail's there. Just uh, okay. okay, cool. He's just a plant. Got it. Just, <laughs> he just eerily silent. He's okay. a looming he's a, at the back of the group. He's just outside photosynthesizing. He's a bit of he's a bit of a wallflower. <laughs> oh, all right. On that note, we, we walk. Yes. All right. So down from this guard tower, you step out into the maze of the streets of the of the the shambles. Do we uh, have, are, are there compasses or any such things? Oh yeah, that sure. would sure be convenient. Yeah, I'd say. I don't know if I think I don't know if they're like. Was well, there maybe one looking around in the uh, barracks somewhere that we could uh, you know abscond with? Uh, somebody want to give me a uh, larceny roll? I sure could do that. Let's see how how well that goes. I'm sure it'll be fine. That is a success. Nice. Yeah, you got one. Yeah, you managed to nick one. Yep, uh, cool. I'll use that to get a bearing towards the point we're supposed to go to. All right. Sounds good. Well, with that, I'm going to say that that's, uh, that's going to count as your navigation roll. That oh, works and you work for it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or in character. Woohoo. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a good bearing uh, down through the streets. Um, it's, ghost. it's squalid as you walk through the streets. You hear uh, you hear portentous scurrying and skittering sounds in the in the rubble of the of the the buildings that that you're walking past. Many of which are collapsed, but uh, nothing nothing approaches you, and nobody seems like they're out and about. Um, Basically avoiding the well-armed party, are they? Yes, picking your way. Old women closing shutters. (laughs) That's right. Little urchins playing with marbles. Pulling pulling their children back into the (laughs) houses and all that. I can't possibly imagine why. We're such a reassuring presence. Yeah. What's weird is there's someone whistling in background and it's not any of us. (laughs) Yes, there's a... There's music playing, portentous music. Yeah, it's great. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Dr. Kleiner's snapping at nothing. Here's the there goes music. the baker. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, you get down there, going down through the, uh, the maze of streets, uh, and you get to what looks like, uh, looks like a street that's a little bit more intact than a lot of the other ones. Um, and, uh, there are some people here. It looks like there might be actually a couple of little businesses, uh, that are still kind of going here. There's a, a person putting out, uh, a very, very sad looking little, little, uh, string of sausages outside. What looks like the, uh, the world's worst appointed butcher shop. The worst meat pies in London. <laughs> um, can I smell, um, Johan? Give me a uh, roll there. Awareness? Uh, yeah, awareness, I guess. 
uh, four, but I'm trained. So, um, wow. Success. <laughs> you definitely, wow. you go. definitely, you definitely get a scent here. Uh, but, uh, you're not quite sure what direction it is. He was around here. Uh, are we, are we about the distance we're supposed to go to that building yet or not quite? Uh, it's, you're, you're, you're in the general, you're in the general vicinity for sure. Like very close to it. Okay. Um, you want to give me a, uh, yeah, I guess an investigation roll would work. Or you could also ask the rats what they've seen. Go for it. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will be spending one point of resolve. Mm-hmm. To oh, use you mean my rats. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, to use my vermin tongue, uh, I'm I'm going to outsource the the searching to the local vermin, which I'm assuming are rats. But you you know, feel free to correct me if there's a better, more appropriate source. What what kind of vermin do we see? Oh, they're definitely rats. It's a rat city here. Excellent. Uh, Mikhail will kneel down in a, a likely corner full of rats and gently reach out to one of them, lift it up, and maybe wordlessly, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if this is literal speaking, like, show me what your rat eyes have seen, or, or if it's more of a communing with animals. Uh, but it, it, I've one of those things. <laughs> Why not both? Yeah, what, what do you want it to be? It's your character. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely picturing, like, whispering to a rat. Yes. There you go. Whisper to the rat. The rat whispers back. Excellent. Uh, and does this require an animal handling check? Uh, no, you're not trying to get... This is this is part of your normal... Yeah, she's not trying to... Cool. I, you, I'm glad I don't have rat, to use a resolve and also you, animal handling. If you ask the rat to do something for you, that might be animal handling. <laughs> if you're just asking, you're just talking with it. Well, let's start by finding out what the rats have seen over the yeah. past three days. Wow. Yes. Wow. You, you're the friend to the rats. We saw, we saw, we saw the green caps. The green caps are here. Green caps. What, what, would I have reason to know what the green caps means? Uh, no, you don't. Okay. How large were the green caps? Oh, they're, they're men like you. Mm. They were the head green cap. He, he could talk to us. He was nice. Interesting. With the green caps, was there one... With long blonde hair on his face, I, I think so. Humans, Which, humans, they all look the same. Mm. Uh, what? What's except the, for how they dress. Except for right. how they dress, we That's see right. your clothes. What's your uh, clothes? What's the color of the militia uniform? What what color would Johan have been wearing? Um, or if he had a, the that, what? map case they actually said he didn't he he wouldn't have been wearing a militia uniform because he was right. going incognito he was oh shit um that's a, a problem so he he had a leather satchel of some well I, don't, I guess i don't know if it was a satchel i've been picturing it as a satchel so he had a leather case on him but that's not really distinctive either because like anybody could have been carrying a leather case 
you should you should mm. solve the murder. Oh. Which murder? Who's been killed? The green cap. The the leader, their leader, he was murdered. The one who our, could speak to the rats? Yes, he was our friend. I understand. Which way did they go? He was he was murdered. Where where was can you show me where he was murdered? Uh yeah. Uh you put the mouse down uh and it gives you a little head nod and like scurries away into an alley. I gesture to the group and start following the rats. Follow. Follow. Yep. You get back in there, there's like three or four other rats there. Um they're kind of around a little rut in the in the uh street there. Uh you look very closely and it looks like these rats are like licking up a a pool of blood. Well, that's where the body was. Does uh, it smell like Johan? It does not smell like Johan, no. It's not Johan. Mm-hmm. Um what where did the body go? To uh look at signs as to where the body might have gone. Right. Uh yeah, what are you using? Investigation. Uh yeah, investigation, sure. Give me a roll. This is going to be a two. You're going to need a, a two successes though for this. Okay. Wow, zero. Nope. Nope. Um, we... This guy may have left a ghost behind. Look around for it. Yeah, that's mm, good. good idea. Ghosts. I assume this is a cult role. Yeah, give me actually an occult role here. That wow, that's two successes with sixes. Okay. Nice. There's a particular um, incantation you can use, basically, uh, to specifically contact the ghosts of people who have been murdered. Um, well, that's beyond me. I just, you know, talk to ghosts. Oh, no, you you know this uh, okay. as your cult role. Um, Fair. So, like, the thing is, like, it's really hard to, 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 to talk to any specific ghost when there are so many in a place like this. Sure. Um, but... If you know something about them, in this case, you know that this guy was murdered right here. Yep. Uh, there is a way to conjure up the ghost of someone mur- who has been murdered. Uh, you have to prick the knuckles of your left hand and let the blood from your knuckles drip onto the blood where they- their blood was spilled on the street. All right. I do the things. All right. It takes uh, a little bit to get the blood going, though. Mm. It's, good. it's a good spell to know. Yes, yep. it's a creates a sympathetic right. bond. As it drips uh, in there, uh, you look up and you see this ghostly form. I mean, I'm always seeing ghostly forms. But you see a lot. You see a specific ghostly form. It's a, lar- a large, uh, sort of uh, muscular man uh, with a long uh, gray beard. Uh, he's like heavily armed. And he's walking down, like I want to say, heavily armed. He has a uh, he has a short sword, and he has oh. a uh, and he has a uh, crossbow. And he's, Remarkably similar to how I'm equipped. Yes, yes. Um, and he's walking down the street, down this alley, and it looks like he's talking to someone. And then uh, he like walks a little bit further. He walks to the spot where his where the where the blood stain is, 
Mm-hmm. And then um, he recoils as though he's been stabbed uh, between the shoulder blades in the back. Mm-hmm. And then he collapses onto the onto the cobblestones. Is there Where, uh, you also see that he was wearing he was wearing a green hood. Hmm. Um, is there an image of something sticking out from his back, like an arrow or a knife? Or it looks like um, there's like a long, thin, sort of silver-colored blade, like a sword, okay. or like a rapier or something like that. By any chance, uh, is there a visible insignia on the green hood or or, or sleeves? No, it just looks like a it's just like a homemade dyed green. Can I roll woolen an cap. So, so this Edge. spell actually made him visible to everyone. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, cool. <laughs> actually, I, I just assumed that, uh, I, that we were relaying questions to the one yeah, who could see either, the ghost. Either either works. Yes. <clears throat> hey, ghost watcher, tell us what you see. That's right. All right. Yep, I'll do that. All right. Um, can I roll education to know if there's a known group that has a characteristic green hoods? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Sure. Could I also make the check? Yeah, we'll see how Ben does. Okay. Uh, wow. One success. Oh, Jesus. Good thing you have a back. Uh, one success. So between you, you figure, you surmise that this green hood thing, it's probably just local bandits or a local street gang of some sort. It's not connected to any of the major factions or anything like that. Uh, it's not an uh, it's not a insignia of something something well known. Okay. Gangs like this kind of spring up and die really quickly in the in the um, shambles. They have little. They tend to be really local. Now, if you talk to somebody else on the street, there are other people who are living here on the street. They might be able. You might somebody else might be able to tell you more. Oh well, I mean, it would make sense that he'd had no have a local connection if he's having to go around here. So fast, could so. be that some could be that somebody tried to eat Johan and somebody ate the predator. Hmm. Anyway, um, I, could be well, I think there's the a local sausage merchant could, nearby. Yes, uh, there is. We, we love friendly sausage guy. merchants. That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, good, sir. That's so, actually well, a lady. Well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> But it was hard to tell at first. Um, one last question before well, we get there. Yeah. Do, do the does the ghost give me or any of the locals give me any hints as to where the murderer etc went? Not yet. No. Okay. You didn't see the murderer. You only saw the murder victim. Doesn't even seem like his ghost saw the murderer either. Yeah. Back. Well, I mean, the uh, the other ghost hanging around would have seen it. He was talking to someone, and then he got stabbed. So, okay. actually, like check was... this area for scent of a of a of a. Or did you already do that? Of Johan for the juniper scent. Yeah, he already checked that. There's okay. Huh. This may be totally unconnected. All right, cool. I mean, As you were, sausage merchant. merchant. Yeah, sausage merchant. Hello, mm. ma'am. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
What kind of sausage do you? Uh, what kind of sausage is this? Oh, it's sage sausage. Sage sausage. Sage. sage. Mm. The the, the flavor. It's just fully sage. Oh, there's meat in there. Okay, good. What kind of meat? Uh, kind of meat tastes good with sage. <laughs> ah, yeah. Narrows gaze. I understand that. Anyway, uh, we're looking for a good friend of ours who uh, may have passed by here. You were talking to the rats. Don't 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 listen to the rats. They're liars. I was not talking to the rats. Your friends don't friends. listen to the rats. <laughs> oh oh really? I, yeah. Why shouldn't I listen to the rats? Because they're liars. Okay, who should I listen to instead? Uh, me. <laughs> okay. You often speak with the rats. No, I just know that the guy. They used to talk. Yeah, the the green caps, right? The the huh? green hoods or whatever. I don't know who you're talking about. You mean the the spot right there? You can see from here where the guy was murdered. That spot you don't know about it? Eh? I don't know about uh, any uh, murder. I don't know about any uh, green caps. On that caps. subject, GM, are are there any drag marks or 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 smears away from the spot where the the guy was killed? You tried. Any... Y- y'all tried that and failed on your rolls. So. Oh, we we failed on all of those rolls. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yep. Awesome. Oh, huh? yeah. So okay, meats, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh. Mm. Uh, meat sausages. Don't trust rats. Well, they're not. They're do the rat. Look, let, let's just love it. You can just love it with me. It's not made of rats, is it? Is that why the rats hate you? That's what the rats will they'll tell you, but they're wrong. <laughs> they're liars. Okay, that's good to know. That's not actually rats. reassuring. It's probably some <laughs> other kind. What kind of person believes rats over people? Huh? You're right. Um, I, I a person that's good people directly at the camera. Looking for a good friend of ours, blonde mustache, big long mustache. I don't know about any blonde mustache fella. You don't? No. So you're not interested in the reward then? Huh? Yes, of course. The reward. There is a reward for him. A reward? For who? The The fellow with the giant long mustache. Blonde, very tall, very thin. What sort of reward? What can you imagine? I can imagine quite a bit. Well, that's the kind of reward. It's enough that you don't. You could take a break from sausage merchanting for Mm. a bit. That's the question. That's the question. Do you know of a fellow with a blonde mustache who passed through here recently? About two days, three days ago. Sounds like you need charm here. I have. I do have have bluff. It's better than charm. (laughs) Charm. (laughs) Because, of course, there is no reward. That's why this is a bluff, not a charm. I rolled hey. two successes for a charm. Well, th- his I'm charm will, for my good friend. will work. <laughs> okay, well, now that you mention it, fellow with a blonde mustache came in through here a couple days back. Yeah, I think I remember somebody like that. Right. Hmm. Do you... Know where he was going, or uh, I, him. I don't know where he's going, but I can tell you where he ended up. That would be oh, useful. Yeah. Where she uh <clears throat> kind of puts her eyes down like she's not like you know, kind of being cagey, and then she kind of points very subtly with her thumb mm. over toward a building on the corner. Looks like an 
an inn or a tavern. Ah. Ah. It has a uh it has a sign out on, on the front of it that's a decapitated dog's head. Huh? It, wait, the is that is that what is, is that painting the of one on the sign or is the name of the inn the decapitated dog's head? <laughs> the decapitated or is it in dog? fact a dead dog. <laughs> yeah, or, no, is, or is it just a dead dog on a string? Doesn't and that's have, a sign. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't have any words. It's just a painted sign with a, okay. Like, painted a, sign is much better gr- than the actual dead dog. Thank kind you. of so a grizzly. Decapitated head of a dog. So it's an unsettlingly realistic painted depiction of a of yes. a dog's yeah, it's that, head. It's that Precisely, from, uh, American Werewolf in London. If, <laughs> clearly, clearly. Uh, okay. Clearly, the nicest establishment in town. Yes. Yeah. Did he come back out of there? Nope. Not as far as I've seen. And you've been here, haven't you, Les? Yeah, I sure have. Mm. Years and years, actually, I've lived on this street. Well, a long time my, that my been, mom uh, was selling sausages. My mom was here. <laughs> she know, was a sausage seller. In her do you days. know anything about the folks that run that in then? It was mostly whale meat in the old days. It's the green caps that's there in there. That's mm. their headquarters. And uh, uh, the fellow that talked to rats that you didn't see get murdered right over there, that puddle of blood that's right there. Uh, he was one of them. You're gonna need a another uh rule here to to uh. I don't think I, you're bluffing. I mean, I I'm just talking fast enough that you won't think about look, what I am asking. Look, obviously, if you're as old as you say you are, you would know about community uh of community big events in the community, like if someone was murdered in that alley over there. Uh. Or okay. if these, if the green caps have a tendency to, I don't know, kidnap travelers on the street and take them into the weird. Or if there's a, dog. another gang that hates them and murders them regularly. Clearly, you don't want to talk about them. Uh where did you get your sausages, ma'am? You can persuade <laughs> her with a charm or intimidate roll. One of those two. Why are you uh, so fixated on where those fucking? You know what? Never mind. You have more stat. Do you have a uh, better stat and intimidate? I do not. I have a knack and bluff, but it's apparently not going to be worthwhile here. I am trained in intimidating charm, but I'll... There you go. Please tell me that your presence is more than one, because... It is two. Cool. Then you're better at it than I am. Oh, goddammit. I should have been rolling the... Okay. I should have rolled, like, another dice for medical uh, investigation. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I was... I, I and Ben were the ones talking, or rather the doctor... So, what do you want us to roll? Either intimidate or charm. Uh either intimidate or charm. Keep in and mind, you can, can you you can also roll untrained skills. Like, oh, I know, I know, but you just need a five or a six. Can the doctor roll charm again then? Or I can try intimidate. What's your presence? Two. Oh, okay, I have presence three. So. so yes, you will be better at it. Yeah, I'll I'll roll charm again. Okie dokie. And it got two, two fives. <laughs> she gets this kind of like, you know, kind of cruel little smile on her face. Oh, good. <laughs> old, old Andy's little rat friends couldn't save him from the from the priest. <laughs> oh, the priest. <laughs> yeah, priest done for him. In the alley right over there. 
Who's this priest? You're talking. Mm, new boss for him, eh? The what? I'm sorry. The new boss. The new boss. Eh? Oh, Green of the caps. greed caps? Uh, yeah, in some kind of business deal and they had. I guess it went wrong. But, mm. uh, oh, Andy got the sharp end. And now ah. the priest is in charge of those fellas up in there. Ah, very interesting. So that's about the same time as the uh, long blonde mustache fellow went, uh, went over and visited in there? Oh, we were a bit before then, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, Mr. Mr. Mustache, I guess, ran afoul of that. Those boys. Yep. Mm. Well, uh, um, idle curiosity. How many of them are there? Meh. Few, round and about. How much? Around and about, just a few. You know. Uh huh. Like under ten. I couldn't tell you those numbers. Fair. Don't know. They buy me sausages. So it sounds like you could tell us those numbers if they all buy your sausages. I don't all buy me sausages. They buy sausages in bulk, okay, and then they eat them. Okay. that's I fair. don't know all their names or anything. Love him. Yeah. All right, I just I suddenly turn and start walking over that way. Yes, forgetting I about her entirely. Uh, pay a little bit extra for a sausage. Mm. For as a thank you, uh, I'll also buy a sausage. Eat a sausage. Eat that sausage. Oh, you tear it open with your teeth. Mm. Yeah, why not? It is like ah, uh, it's 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 made with uncooked blood. <laughs> yeah, so it basically explodes like like. So uh, you're going to need to roll blood. willpower, unless let's see, what's your marks? Um, uh, I'm the, I'm potato actually. So it's like uh, a fruit gusher, but worse. Yeah, <laughs> stocks stocks and shadows might actually like this. Uh, resistant to fear. Weirdly enough, so yeah. If I roll, yeah, is tainted the uh, the one that's like the werewolf, uh, werewolf the one that keeps getting hungry. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you guys can you guys can all roll willpower. All of us, or just the ones that bought the the ones that just the the ones that bought. Yeah, I I know better. Uh, no. Yeah, so I rolled two successes and again resisted fear, so like I okay. probably don't give a shit. All right, so yeah, I no, you're fine. Mm, delicious uh, yeah. uh, human blood. <laughs> Lose one resolve as you recognize that uh, you shouldn't find this delicious, but you do. Sure, it's fine. Look, it's all it's that sage, you know. Yes, it's all about the preparation, I guess. Isn't it most delectable? Yes, as uh, you see Dr. Kleiner uh, quickly spit his out before getting to... Does he, though? Yeah, it Dr. Tastes, Kleiner does. It tastes like raw, raw blood. Oh, that's not awesome. <laughs> well, I'm kind of tempted to just murder this lady now, but... <laughs> Um, Lucas would know. Is it human blood? Uh, it's not human blood. Um, he he will shake his head at uh, Dr. Kleiner. 
and uh, Boris. It's were, were these were these cooking, by the way, or were they just kind of sitting there and she just handed you a raw sausage? I just took a bite of sausage. They look like the sort of sausages that you would normally eat because they're preserved, but when you bite yeah, into them, they're they're, they're they're not at all like that. So they're not hard salami; they're actually just raw meat sausage, something like that, and uncooked. Fast. Look, maybe look. Fat, sometimes fantastic. Like, hey, maybe they might have been uh, pickled or whatever. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, Lucas, Lucas, you actually recognize it as the taste of of rat blood. Uh, yeah, well, so yeah, he he will he will lick his lips towards the. Um, towards the uh cellar and's like yes you really don't like the rats do you oh they're useful creatures you just can't trust them they need to touch more sage dear and he will <laughs> turn and walk away she cackles <laughs> probably not my really my uh, must be an acquired taste as i like throw my half-eaten sausage into the street suit yourself the rats will eat their own if you give them a chance. Look, I already paid you for the sausage. You, I don't need to hear you anymore. Um, going away from you. If any of the other three pay attention, Lucas does down the rest of the sausage. There's a reason I turned my back and started walking immediately. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a good day, uh, crazy sausage lady. Oh, same to you, sir. Good sir. Of course, of course, the reason is I, they're, she's living, whatever. It's just another person sued to be. Yeah. Dead. So anyway, anyway she told, on. told you about the dog's head. Yep. Uh, tavern, which is basically like across the street from her her shop. Well, walk around it. Go case the place, or just go in because it's a fucking tavern. Oh, it is. I'm still gonna look around it first. I'm going inside it. That's it fabulous. Is, the front door is locked. Oh. <laughs> is there a sign that says like we're closed or open or whatever? There's no kind of sign. Uh, wow. You do notice there's a little bit of smoke coming out of the chimney in the top, and it so to you the, that this is definitely the building that the ghost pointed to earlier. The yeah, tavern the, is locked, but there are definitely people inside. Let me paint you a picture. Paint us a word picture. Sure. This is a two-story uh, building with a uh, with a stone lower floor and a uh, half timber upper floor built on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the upper floor is significantly smaller than the than the lower floor, though. Uh, it looks like it was uh, you know built on later to it. There is a front door, mm-hmm. uh, and there are uh, like smoky uh smudged uh glass windows on each side of the of the front door. Mm-hmm. Above the front door, uh you can see there are two other windows up on the second floor. The second floor sort of stretches across the building the long ways and the front door is on uh one side. <clears throat> Excuse me, is on that side. Um so basically there's two windows from the upper floor that overlook the front door. The building w- there are windows also to either side of the front door or just the ones above there's one there's two on either side of the front door on the first floor and then there's yep. two more up up on the second floor okay and the second floor doesn't have a door to go directly in correct correct no it just has okay. uh just have sort of dark windows up there All right well I, I'm literally going to walk around the building and see what I can see okay it's roughly the shape of a uh, a trapezoid think of like a baseball home plate um and uh there is a back door. Aha. Uh-huh. And there no, the there's no one here guarding it or anything like that? Uh, 
Yeah, there is nothing. Uh, there's no. There's nobody guarding either of the or the doors. Uh, I mean, met 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 meta game. The most likely thing you're going to have here is a big old combat. Yep. Which is going to take a while. So uh, why don't we break here before so, that happens? So might be a good place to put a cliffhanger, well, and then you might be able to avoid it. I'm just saying that's to well, be fair. My plan was to more use after the big old fight is then the question. There is some yes. ridiculous amounts of stealth that I have to just find out what's going on first, and then we can decide who we want to fight when. Yeah, I mean, I've got a knack, and you know, it's trained, and so it's five dice. I think that's the sort of thing to do in a second session, though, because okay. that's uh, yeah. kind of a tactical situation. Yep. Amusingly, I just realized that I would be quite good at stealth. Okay. Uh, you wouldn't think it. Nice. You can also talk to plants. Don't forget your plant talking ability. Oh yeah, that's right. I, once per scene, see through plants. Ah, and I can also my my boon also allows me to cause a burst of plant growth. Yeah, yeah. It it seems like it's for the most part complete, as at least as from my experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess my question is, is like. Uh, how easily customizable is it if you want to like make monsters or other classes or stuff, I guess. Uh, I think it's pretty customizable. Um, so like, <clears throat> I know people have made like homebrew classes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the rules for, uh, for monsters are pretty simple and would be pretty easy to play around with. I actually honestly think if I have one feedback to the game is I think the, the combat rules might be a little too simple, but we'll talk about that. Maybe like time when we, when we fight. I mean, yeah. yeah, Which means I also have time to read those before we do that. Yeah. They're they're longer than real short. So that's, there's something there. Are there, Oh, so are there like maneuvers and stuff to the combat? Yeah, kind of. There's things, there's different things you can do. Um, the main thing is I think a lot of the stats for like uh monsters and like enemies and stuff are a little too samey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh but I mean I don't mind, you know, you know, switching those up on the fly. Also but, keeping uh, that simple's not a bad plan. Yeah, but it's a little bit like you know how in like D D five E, like a lot of things actually kind of have the same stats. That would require it's, playing five E more than once. So, yeah. No. Anyway, it's just it's <laughs> well, a little bit like well, that. There's I mean, like, like a there's lot a of difference between like that and like I don't know, like adding like special abilities or like mm-hmm. giving like a list of example special yeah. abilities to like mix things up or whatever. Yeah, it's more like you know, so like player characters, every player character because of your like class abilities, all those things have a lot of like distinctive, unique stuff. Yep. Um, a lot of the stuff in the book that's like like enemies you can fight are kind of like it's a guy it's another guy with a different kind of weapon they're that's the same <laughs> oh come on there's oh uh, yeah yeah i mean all that stuff i was just using what whatever you guys have as player abilities and and right. going on with that so the investigative yeah. part of this game uh, uh of this scenario as it's written out kind of is like you know let them figure out the information in whatever way makes sense for the characters. I'm like, yes, that's how I like to do things. <laughs> oh, totally appropriate, too. Yeah, I appreciate the way that we're getting there. Yep. Yeah. It, it's nice that it's written to be flexible. Yeah. Yeah. For, I think for, so. for, for things with monsters, uh, 13th Age does a really interesting thing with 
having triggered actions based on like escalation die or other factors. Mm-hmm. So the GM's not having to remember to do things. It's just on this round, this thing will do this attack. So you don't have to yeah. decide all that crap, even if there's a lot of it. Yep. Yeah. Which, which mean, makes it a lot easier to run. Yeah. Like the focus of this game is basically a combination of like mood and action. And we just yep. haven't really done any of the action yet. So we'll see what that's like when you get to it. I mean, we, I think we've been sticking to the mood relatively well. Yeah, good. Yeah, so we can actually get it rescheduled sometime before we forget everything. Yeah, for Hooray. sure. Good night, internet. Good night, internet. Good night, internet.